Hello comrades and welcome to episode something of Millennial Gaming Speak. I forgot the number I should have looked before we started to record. Ooh. Hello Max, how you do? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm good. My name is Dimitri, I am the new host of Millennial Games Speak, coming to you all the way from Moscow. Max, games, talk about them. Well, uh, as far as games go, there's a few coming out. A few that have come out and a few that are coming out this month in the February. I'm actually, I'm finding out what episode we're on. I'm already Rio. looking at it. 30, we would be 34 right yes, now. Yes, this is the 34. Okay. So, it's the 34th episode of Millennial Gaming Speak. There are video games coming out. There are video games we're going to be discussing. Uh, Primal's next week. I think you're excited for that, right? Uh, yes. Um, it's kind of primal outside of my home where I live already, though, uh, with Putin. Uh, so, I'm not looking forward to that game very much because I live it every day. Oh, my goodness. You you live with spears and saber-toothed tigers. Yes. And, and the woolly mammoth. The woolly mammoth is still thriving over there? Yes. I didn't know that. It must be because it's so cold. Yes, they, they never went extinct. The Ice Age is still happening where I live. <laughs> Global warming's just a myth. Global what? Exactly. Thank you for listening to episode 34 of Millennial Gaming Speak. I am Dimitri, signing off. Goodbye. Hi, oh my goodness. Hi, Max. Hi, Logan. Uh, so, how was that episode with Dimitri? That was uh, something I did not expect. Yeah. Um, hey, guys. I'm back. Um, I didn't leave the show altogether. I just wanted a guest host to come in for... Uh, episode 34 but now we're in episode 35 maybe i don't know maybe we'll keep it 34 what, did we just skip do we just skip a whole episode <laughs> no um welcome to episode 34 i am logan moore that's max roberts thanks for putting up with mainly my stupid antics because i'm getting to the point where i'm trying to mix this show up as much week to week especially in the openings as i can um so yeah welcome to ep- i didn't even expect yeah that. i know you I did really i'm didn't. not telling you these things anymore i i lead the show i know what we're doing so Maybe next week we'll have another guest host. Um, but yeah, episode 34, Millennial Gaming Speak. Uh, let me outline this episode really quick outside of the crazy, stupid, weird intro we just had. So this episode is just going to be a quick little bit of news that me and Max are going to record. If you're looking at your – if you're listening to this episode, you're probably noticing, hey, this is only a 20 to 30-minute episode. Um, me and Max haven't recorded in two weeks. We're late. We know. We're sorry. Um, it's Logan's fault. Yeah, it is mainly my fault. Um, but we're going to record a little short episode here. We have, in the time since we last recorded, Firewatch came out, and me and Max have played that. And so we want to, we're going to have a spoiler episode that we are going to be recording right after this. And we've decided to put them, instead of making Firewatch the topic of our show, we always have a topic at the end of our episode, uh, we, we've decided to instead just make them two separate files that you can listen to that way if you just want to hear the firewatch stuff that we talk about similar to our old batman review episode um you can listen to that on its own it's like a review discussion so it's not just going to be spoilers i mean it'll be and we will warn about those as well so yeah don't get your don't need to get your panties in a bunch about that we will tell you about that so if you decide to listen to our firewatch episode it should be right above this one in our rss feed 
Thanks. We appreciate that. Um, I hope you enjoy our discussion that we are going to have shortly. But for now, we wanted to get at least one normal sort of episode out where we kind of hit up some news that's happened over the past two weeks since we've not recorded. And yeah, so that's what this will be. Um, a couple things have happened. The first big, well, first of all, after we recorded two weeks ago, the next morning, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens was announced, which was pretty exciting. It was. I was really excited for it. I have. I have not been excited for a Lego game since Lego Star Wars the original uh, when it came out for GameCube. That game I was so hyped for and that kind of really set off the whole, you know, TT games. The original trilogy or the original like the first one? Like the first one. Okay. So that would have been just episodes, episodes one, one, two, and three. three, yeah. And I'm actually I wanna look it up. I wanna see when that game came out. I think it was like but... oh five, maybe? I'm gonna say oh five. You're going to say Lego, Star Wars. I knew I was pretty... 05. I I remember taking piano lessons. Um, And the kid whose house I took piano lessons at, he had the game. We played together, and that's what sold my mom on getting the game. You are correct. It came out in 2005. Do you want to guess the month? Um, Let's just say May. No, but it is a month that starts with M. It came out in March. Do you okay. want to guess the day? Uh, the 24th. Oh, my gosh. So close. 29th. March Darn, 29th, That was actually my initial number. Should have said so, that. So that game came out, and it was on GameCube and everything else as well. But that game I was very excited for. After that, I was excited for the next game, but um, I didn't have as much fun with it. So I kind of like stopped caring about Lego games. There have been a couple here and there that looked cool, but never really got me excited or wanted to play. But, uh, this one has re-sparked that fire. I'm actually very excited to play this game and I'm going to be playing it co-op with my girlfriend because she really liked the movie. Um, and the Lego games are pretty easy to play. So I I used to think it's a fun couch co-op with my girlfriend in high school. They're really accessible. Um, yeah, I've I played Lego games for quite some time. Played the What was the last one you bought? Well, actually that's a funny thing because the last one I bought was Lego Marvel Super Heroes. I bought that on a whim when it was in a ten or fifteen dollar bargain bin a couple months ago. And I actually just That's the old one, that's not the new yeah, one. Yeah, that's that's not, that's not Lego Marvel Avengers, which is the newest one. So I actually recently started playing lego marvel superheroes just because i was bored and i don't know i just it just felt right at the time for some reason so i went back to that and i started playing that i actually just got the platinum on it the other day so that's done um, oh wow good job but i so that was the last one i played that was the last one i bought before that i bought both of the star wars ones i bought the original indiana jones one um i played through some of the third lego star wars the one that was based off the clone wars tv show and I there was a Lego Star Wars game based off the Clone Wars. Um, yeah, it was. I what? think it, yeah, it was Lego Star Wars three, the Clone Wars. So I didn't know that one. Yeah, it was way. It was uh, way the ones different. Know, though it was a lot. Lord different. of the Rings. I know they did that. Yeah, I, I played Lord of the Rings. That was the last one I played before before Lego, Lego Marvel City Superheroes Undercover. They did the Hobbit. They've done the superheroes. They've done they've a done ton. They've done yeah. They've done three Batman's. They've done. Uh, I, I file these on the shelf all the time at GameStop, so I know most of them. They've done three Batmans. They've done Lego, the Lego movie. They've done 
Lego Jurassic World. They've done the Le- two Lego Harry Potter games. Oh my gosh, they did do Jurassic World. They've done Lego Dimensions, which is mm, kind of their a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, th- there's a billion Lego games at this point. And I'm, I'm, I'm with you, though. Uh, the Force Awakens is the first one that I have been truly excited about in a long time because it's simply the force awakens and that's all i've wanted i said i said after the movie came out that i wanted a force awakens game so badly that's part of the reason why i went out and spent stupid amounts of money getting disney infinity which i am still playing and having a lot of fun with it's a great game is that still a fun game yeah i i still really like it and uh my figure collection keeps growing only when i find them on sale i found some of them the other day for five bucks so i bought them is boba fett out again yet i am not sure i have not seen him yet have not heard about it but he Mm. should be soon i would imagine um there was um i'm trying to this the trailer was very cute for the game is very lego-esque yeah so it was the original teaser trailer for the movie Mm -hmm. that came out in november of 2014 and it was just lego-fied yeah, it's the most interesting thing to, about this game to me, besides the actual game itself, is the fact it's be it exists at all because EA had the yeah. deal has the deal for Star Wars games for the next five or ten years. Yeah, and then you um, saw the Darth Vader meme that I've altered the deal. Pray that I don't alter it again. Yes, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I did too. It, but it is interesting that Disney's loosening the grip just a little bit and obviously to make more money i mean a lego star wars episode 7 game is going to sell like hotcakes because the lego game franchise has now reached this almost this household level you know moms and dads and kids know the lego games are good games to play and then you've got star wars mixed in with that i think that's it's going to re like i said earlier it's going to it's going to respark the fire that the the original lego star wars game kind of brought this franchise to where it is now as far as lego games go i think it's going to be very interesting yeah i mean i totally i totally agree with you um i know a bunch of people are complaining and saying that they needed to do just a trilogy game for seven eight and nine once that came out i disagree i think there's enough to do in the force awakens to uh justify the 60 dollar cost or 35 dollar cost if you got it on amazon prime like me and max did um (laughs) which due to a glitch in their system but, um, yeah, I think they've, they've already said that there's going to be some levels that take place between Episodes 6 and 7, which is awesome. And I'm curious to see – so I've read some of the stuff that happens between Episodes 6 and 7, uh, whether it be in the novels or the comics. The comics especially I'm interested to see. There's, uh, one, there's one comic book series. I think it's called Shattered Empire, if I remember right. And I'm curious to see if they include some of the stories from that because that stuff involves – poe dameron's family um and specifically his mom and some of the things she was doing uh, because both of his parents fought in the battle of endor and i'm i know that some of the missions take place on endor so i'm curious to see if they involve his parents um but yeah there's 18 levels in the game altogether which is a Hmm. more than most lego games at this point um i think most lego games now usually launch between with somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 uh, you usually yeah. give or take three or four, um, and it's gonna have some DLC. Yes, it uh, will. Even exclusive DLC to Sony platforms. I'm curious, did you get it for your PS4 or your Xbox? I got it for my. Oh shoot, I think I got it for my PS4. Yeah, I got it for my PS4. Yeah, okay. I did. I, I meant to. I, I hope I did. But 
I got it for the Xbox solely because Abby prefers the Xbox controller, and I knew I wasn't going to spend the money on the DLC. No, you didn't. So it's ten. Yeah, it's ten so, bucks though. It's ten bucks. This their season pass is literally ten dollars. So, uh, I yeah, I don't care enough. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't. But I, don't blame I'm, I was kind of curious what you went for there. The I find it hilarious that the deluxe edition of the game is a gold box. Yeah, everything is dipped in gold. It's awesome. I did get it on PS4. Thank, thank the Star Wars Lords. Oh, oh man, God. what Max? Check out your. Ah, uh... oh, did they correct the? Oh no, they did not. Okay, never mind. I was gonna say they should. It, say, not it have says corrected it, it says fifty nine ninety nine in my queue, but it says amount due is only thirty eight dollars. Oh yeah, they they all say that, and they say the full price in the beginning, but the prime savings, whether you got it on the glitch or not. Or the regular Prime Savings, they kick in when you go to the details. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, order total thirty three nineteen. Yeah, so that'll be good. I'm looking forward to that. It comes out in June, so we get it soon as well, which is great. And plus, it comes out in, during what's typically a dry month of the year, so that's good news. I'm excited uh, for yeah, it. Right at the end of June, June twenty eighth. Yeah, I'm excited to get my hands on it. I just want new Star Wars stuff. That's I've long talked about on this podcast that I love. I loved Battlefront. I'm having fun with Disney Infinity 3.0 right now. Lego Star Wars sounds like a ton of fun to play, and I'm just excited to get to use Kylo Ren and Rey oh and gosh. Finn and Old Han and Chewie and everybody. Can we play as BB-8? Can you play as BB-8? Oh, yeah, Please for sure. Me play. play me play as BB-8. For sure you'll be able to play as BB-8. Yeah, mm, you can always play as the droids. Um, It'll be fun. And I really think, like, obviously, like I said, there's 18 levels. And some people are saying, oh, they're, they're not going to be able to – they're not going to be able to spread it out enough or whatever. And I think they will. I think they will, Because there's too. the collecting aspect well, in the shipbuilding. There's that. So then we – there's – we should probably move on from this. But there's going to be however <laughs> many um, levels are in between 6 and 7. And then there's plenty of opportunities to – I mean, I, I could think of 10 or 12 levels off the top of my head that they could use which I won't go into massive detail on all of them. but in, Right, but there's there's enough there in the movie for them to translate to the Yeah, the, so many different locales that they go to in that movie and so many different locations. and uh, Yeah, there's a lot to do. So, it um, blends. It's, it's, I think it will be done very well. You know, It's going to be a Lego game, and it's, it's fun for me to be excited for a Lego game. Yeah, because I haven't been excited for one quite some time. I usually think they sound fun, but I usually don't end up buying them unless they're on sale. And this this one's actually enticing me to buy it at launch simply because Star Wars is a mammoth franchise. Um, what was our second piece of news? So we had Star Wars. Fallout we'll talk well, about in a second. What was the third piece? Oh, okay. I, th- I was going to say we could talk no, about we, Fallout. Well, yeah, let's go. Okay, I mentioned it, so what the heck. Uh, we got news this morning <laughs> that Fallout 3's, or not 3's, Fallout 4's DLC is now finally coming to fruition. We're getting three packs over the course of the next few months. Um, and all the way through June, All the way correct? through, yeah, it's March, April, and then June. Um, next month we're getting a $10 DLC pack that um, will include something dealing with robots. I can't remember it all off the top of my head because I'm just You get to build a robot buddy. Yeah, you can build a robot buddy, plus it'll cont- con- contain missions uh, about some dude who's building robots and sending them out in the wasteland and killing people. And so you'll have to take down those robots, and then I think with the parts that you acquire from them, you can build your own robot buddy and kind of 
run around the wasteland and fight with him at your side. So that sounds fun. Um, one of the, one of the next packs, I think it's a customized pack. It's it's a really small one. It's like maybe five dollars they said, but yeah. um, it's mainly just going to be extra upgrades and customization options for your guns and your homestead and things of that nature. Um, so if that sounds underwhelming so far, you're probably not wrong. But luckily, we've got the one called what is it called? Far Harbor. I think. Yeah, it, is, it involves boats. Yeah, Far Harbor. It takes place in Maine, so we're once again moving locales, similar to the Fallout 3 DLC, where you went to Alaska, Pittsburgh, um, and Maryland, and space. And you also went to space. So you're going to Maine in this one. It's This is going to be $25, so all three of them together will cost 40 bucks. The season pass is 30 We'll get into a little bit wow. more about the season pass in just one second. Uh Far Harbor, though, Bethesda said is their biggest expansion to date, which is saying something considering Point Lookout was massive. Um, the Shivering Isles in Elder Scrolls Four is huge. So to say that Far Harbor is going to be bigger than any of those is great. Did they mean bigger as in map size, or do they mean bigger as in ambition? I'm not, like story I'm not sure. And... They said it's our largest, our largest expansion to date. Okay. So I, I, assume, largest, I, I assume it's map. Yeah, I do then. too. So there's going to be a lot to do there in Maine. Don't know the specifics of what's really going on because that one's out in June. I'm sure they'll shed some more light on it the closer it is to being released. Um, but, yeah, it looks pretty good. I am I need to get back into playing that game because it's been almost two months since I've touched it just due to so much other stuff I've been trying to tool around with. Yeah, and I think, I think it's a very good plan for them too because uh, they are coming back to E3. Yeah. And you assume they're talking about the Fallout DLC, but June is not where the DLC ends. It's going to keep going. Yes. They're going to have fall DLC for Fallout as well. Yep. And I think getting people to come back into the fold a little bit here in you know the next few months all the way leading up to E3 is really smart. We still have mods coming to Xbox. That's the other thing people have been asking for today after this news came out. So, so you know, that's going to be coming in, and then the rest of the DLC plans. So I think... There's still a lot of content it, to be coming. It's yeah, it's a lot of content, and it's a way to keep people playing your game through the year because you know Fallout Four is not a new 2016 game. Yeah, and they want to they want you to keep coming back and playing. Yeah, I mean that's the thing with um, the industry now is all of the developers are trying to see how they can convince gamers to hold on to their game instead of taking it back to GameStop and trading it in for cash or credit or whatever. Uh, they want the gamer to keep the game as long as they can at this point. So doing things like this entices the gamer to keep keep their hands on it. Um, with right. the season pass, though, so we talked about how there's more content coming later in the year. All of that will be included in the season pass. The season pass is currently thir- uh, $29.99. They are going to bump it up to $49.99. But if you buy it right now, uh, from now until March 1st, so March 1st, the price is going to shift to $49.99 for the season pass. If you buy it right now... Um, you will get all of the DLC that comes out for the rest of the game's life you, cycle, I guess, through the rest of the year. You basically have two weeks. It's They're handling it very well because um, I'm, Just a gr- I was telling you this earlier today, but Techland did this the same thing with Dying Light the following. They realized that their following DLC was bigger than they anticipated and there was more much more work put into it. So because of that, they needed to bump 
you know, the cost of it up a little bit. Which is you know, totally so understandable. Could, like I, right. And I'm glad I didn't see too much backlash from people today who, cause well, I figured there it, would be much more of people hating on. I think Bethesda it's because they're, they're getting in front of it. They're like, Hey, if you want this, if you know, you want to play, I mean, for Pete's sake, if you pay the 30 bucks now, you, that's only $5 more than the, the Harbor DLC, which is what I would think most players would want in the first place yeah. is the big, meaty location story DLC. $5 more, you're going to get everything else, which I assume is another story DLC-based thing, at the least in the fall. So you yeah. really are saving money in the long run if you, A, know you want to keep playing Fallout. B, you're like, man, I'm, I might play Fallout or I'm coming in. Maybe now's the time to do this instead of waiting till next year when there's a complete edition announced, which is inevitable. Um, so it's very smart for them to get ahead of this. Two weeks is a good amount of time for that kind of like heads up. People, it'll yeah, trickle through. Yeah, two I'm weeks sure. notice, just like with your employer. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, so I think it's they're handling it well. I believe for that amount of content and you've all, you've told me on the show and off the show how meaty and well thought out Bethesda's yeah. DLC is. Yeah, they always have so, they always have fantastic DLC packages because they're actually expansions to the game instead of just one-off little things. I mean, that's kind of something that's gone by the wayside in the industry, uh say for maybe a select few games over the past probably 5 or 10 years is that they used to come out with expansions that were almost a full different game to compared to what you originally played and so many people i i would say that dying lights is definitely an expansion pack uh blood oh, blood and very, wine with the witch area yeah blood and wine with the yeah. witcher will be an expansion pack oh um, blood and wine baby so but Beth- you uh, Bethesda is definitely in the same vein you know what else was an expansion pack what is that Oh, you're getting Destiny you're to take King. Destiny to take King. Ooh, a talk about a segue. Yeah. So what's up with Destiny then? Destiny. Because you're the well, Destiny guy. News broke from an Activision's. Um, what is it? Rev like revenue report? Like they were announcing their profits. That that was what I was looking for over this last quarter. That's where we got Destiny news, not from Bungie themselves, which makes sense because Activision is the publisher and kind of as the puppet master over the whole thing. But anyway, uh, it has been com- it has been confirmed and slash announced that Destiny 2, the proper sequel, will not be coming out in 2016, but rather sometime in 2017 with um, now a new expansion, DLC expansion, coming in the fall. So it's not the original plan of destiny that leaked in the beginning and what bungie officials were saying uh, for a long time but that's where we are now destiny 2 is coming but it's a little further down the road so what we have to look for right now is a uh, update here in the spring that's going to change some of the light level stuff and add some new armor that's worth our while and then E3, they will reveal the expansion for the fall, I'm sure, and that's what we will pay anywhere from twenty to forty dollars, depending on how media it is. I see it as a probably a twenty dollar thing because they can't be putting so many resources into developing this thing because they have to be focusing on Destiny Two. And if you ask any of the, if you ask any truly dedicated players in Destiny, and I've I've been playing a little bit recently. Um, because there were some special events, and my friend, a new friend came in, so we were playing together. 
But if you ask the hardcore or anyone that's really plays the game on a regular basis, the end game content is lacking. There's nothing there. And sounds like Battlefront. A little bit. And they're kind of I say that facetiously cuz Battlefront has enough content. Get over yourselves, people. Mm. Well, the end game, you know, the higher level yeah, stuff for yeah. the people that are at the top. Actually, no, I don't know. Uh, so the community and the game's kind of in like this floundering position like they don't know what to do with themselves and since Bungie can't talk because of Activision the there's this communication break and it's a little disheartening or concerning so to finally hear something even just a blurb like uh we're working on this please almost a almost a square enix thing like please be excited for what we were showing the Jeb Bush um, please clap have you seen that oh clip gosh. kind of the same thing but it's it's interesting to hear a lot of there's been two sides of the community been saying um, that Destiny 2 was never confirmed for the for this year. So it's not a delay. Others are saying the opposite. Uh, they have said in interviews that the game was coming out this year. Reports both from Activision and Bungie said that game was scheduled for fall 2016 and it's got pushed. Why it's getting pushed? No one knows. And I doubt Destiny we'll ever find 2? out. Yeah, Destiny 2. It just doesn't make sense to come out this year. Like, oh, I think this year is one of the most jam-packed years, like, front to back we've had. And, I mean, now that I guess that's saying... We don't really know Fall's release sc- schedule yet, but... No, Fall is fall is kind of in the midst, yeah, but... But we know it's... it'll be packed like normal. Destiny 2 coming out later this year kind of just doesn't make sense. I, I don't it know. It would help Activision a lot, though. Yeah, it would, but I mean, it's, they've still always, they've still always got Call of Duty, so they're never yeah, really they were f- like dying for money. I think they're, I think they were trying to make Destiny an annual thing, where it was going to, because the original plan was like full release, then an expansion like the Taken King, then a full release, and then an expansion, kind of almost like the point fives, um, of games. You know, they're not a full-fledged new thing but here is something new and it has meat on the bones um but now that's kind of shifted and really the future of destiny is is very clouded and um e3 is going to offer a little bit of clarity at least for the immediate future but destiny 2 and what that game will shape up to be is going to be very interesting from where destiny was when it launched and where it is right now and it's kind of exciting. I'm interested to see what Destiny 2 has. Um, I might actually jump into... Eh, I, eh, eh, yes, eh, commit. I don't want to. Commit. I really don't want to because I don't like committing to one game. Really. Oh, I'm kind me. of, I'm kind of in it. that part of my <laughs> life. That's why I never finish RPGs. That's why Fallout yeah, didn't get a ton of love from me. That's why... I don't know. Every th- all the huge long games over the past year or two that I've played, it seems like they get put on the back burner for me so destiny is definitely something that would just not fit with how i've been playing games lately um mm, i'm, I'm interested to see in how it's different though and because with most it's... games the thing that's going ends up being different is the story or something like that whereas in destiny one Which, the story was pretty throwaway if you want oh the story i mean don't worry the story is still throwaway um if you want just like a little tidbit of news today i'm and I didn't prepare the story, so I actually don't know the gentleman's name. But the lead writer on Mass Effect Andromeda 
just left EA yeah. and went back went back to Bungie. He left Bungie to go work on Mass Effect, and now he's coming back to work on Destiny, which um, could explain the possibility of Mass Effect being delayed to 2017 with some story shifting, because not only did no wait yes EA wait EA owns Mass Effect right uh yes okay. They also had a report, like a. Was it them? I feel like. No, oh, they had a report that said um, both like Titan, it was it was out. both Titanfall two and Mass Thank Effect you. Andromeda will be out between October of this year and March of next year. Those two right, will both and... be out within that window, and we know that right, and, right now. And so. It, I wouldn't be surprised to see Mass Effect be an early 2017 game now. Yeah, and I, because of just because of the shift, not and it, it'll be interesting. But that was kind of just a little blurb. This sort of related. If I'm correct, Mass Effect Two, I think Mass Effect Two and Mass Effect Three both launched in springtime or something around then as well. So it would, I feel like Mass Effect Three was a summer game. Mass Effect Three was um, it was like a spring to it the was internet. A, it was a spring. It was a spring game. I remember Mass Effect Three clearly. Mass Effect Two is the one I don't remember. I know Mass Effect One, however, was out in November. So ooh, Steam has ten out of ten for Mass Effect Two. Would play again. Metacritic five out of five. Would play again. Mass Effect Two is uh, one of the best ever. Nine point six for my GN. So you ready? Sure. It came out what oh wow so it came out on pc and xbox in january 26th of 2010 but it did not launch on playstation until a year later on january 18th of 2011 yep came out like mass effect 3 the 360 dates are the ones that you uh, want to look at yeah well it was multi-platform by that by three um, Mass Effect 3 came out March 6th of 2012. I thought it was March. And just for kicks and giggles, Mass Effect 1... Was November 10th. November 10th. What year? Can you get the year? Um, 2000 and... Stop seven. looking it up. I'm not looking. Mm, or is it seven or eight? It's. It came out November 20th, 2007. Okay, I knew it was seven. On Xbox, just so you could... Uh, okay. Sticking with the Xbox dates. Okay. That anyway. Makes, that, that makes more sense, because it did come out, like, the week of Black Friday, I think. I remember that now, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's... The future is, like I said, it's clouded, but it's a little exciting. There's a little, a little electricity in the air. It's it's fun. So, but yeah, Destiny Two. We'll see what becomes of it. It's going to be, um, it's going to be exciting. Should be interesting. Should be boring. Should be something I probably don't play too much. Um, You'll come back. I don't think I will. I don't know. Join we'll see. I'm interested. I'm seriously us. interested to see what it looks like, but I oh. still doubt I play it. Unless they bring back Peter Dinklage. Now. Darn it, I forgot my segue. Oh, I got it. I got it. I'm ready. You you were talking earlier about games that uh, you don't like giving too long of a time commitment to. You know what game doesn't require that much of a time commitment? Um, I don't know. This show? Are we done? Are we talking about something else? 
Firewatch. Firewatch. Good, good job. There we go. Mm, I got the jokes and the segues. It's awful. I'm sorry, listener. I'm so sorry. Firewatch. I guess we're talking. Um, so that's it it's, for this yeah. episode. We're going to record our Firewatch discussion next. We're going to take a break. Normally, we take a break after our news portion, and then we go and discuss our topic. Our topic this week was going to be Firewatch. We decided uh, we're just going to make it a separate separate track. So everybody who wants to listen to that can just purely listen to our Firewatch review discussion. So that's technically going to be the end of this episode. So before we go, all of the typical stuff, you can email us at mgspodcast at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, or comments, or maybe if you just want to say hi, feel free to email us there. Um, follow us on Twitter. The show is at mgspodcast. We still need to start tweeting more from that account. That's something we'll have to work on, Max. Um, Max is at Max the White. I am at Moreman12. I think that's pretty much it. Max, remind me next episode we do where we have real topics. I want to discuss season passes because that's been something on my heart lately. That's I don't know. It's just become a more prevalent thing, and everybody's trying to judge season passes based on Batman. They're trying to judge season passes based on what they think the content costs rather than what the... Well, it's not even just season passes. It's games itself. Like, I know we're about to talk about the game, and this won't be a part of that discussion, but people are in a tizzy about Firewatch costing 18, 20 bucks. Yeah, or or The Witness costing 40 or Or something like that. Yeah, it seems like something... It's more like the price of games. Yeah, it's just been a weird thing lately, and I want to talk about it, because I don't... The past six months or so, it seems like everybody's complaining about the price of games, and I don't see the problem with the majority of it. I mean... I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um, that's something I want to discuss soon, though. So there's a little bit of a there's a cracker for you, you duck listener. You a bread, a breadcrumb, breadcrumb cracker. Follow the the trail of treats for the listeners who are ducks at the park who can eat the crackers. I'm tossing them. Walking up to the lemonade stand, send it to the man running the mm, stand. Please don't sing that song. I hate that song. Bum, bum, bum. Um have any grapes so that's it for this episode we're going to take a break here sort of kind of and if you want to pick us pick up pick back up with us we will be on the next episode as dre or snooper whoever sings that song says um so yeah please listen to our firewatch review discussion there will be some spoilers but we're going to start off with some non-spoilery stuff start off with our our initial impressions and just general thoughts of the game and then we will make it very clear when we talk about spoilers. Yep, we will make it's it very be, clear on that great. other one. So go listen to it, and we'll probably repeat the last 20 seconds of what we just said. But that's everything for this episode, guys. Thanks for listening. We know it's a little shorter. We will be back next week with a normal episode. Good night. We love you. Bye-bye.